This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff. Joining me today is Scott, as usual. Say hello. Hello. And special guest, Matt. Hey, Matt. What's up? All right. Today we're going to be talking about X-Men. I believe the very first one. Right, Scott? Yes. Back in... Ot- was, it, was it 2000 or before that? It was uh, 2000, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It heralded in the new millennium. <laughs> New century, new millennium. Yeah. And was this the first comic book movie like since the failure of the Batmans? Batman? Batmans? Yeah, I think so. This was the first successful Marvel movie? Or no, Blade. Was this before or after Spider-Man? It was before Spider-Man. Before Spider-Man. That's right, Blade was successful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before that was Howard the Duck, <laughs> uh, an ill-fated Fantastic Four, and an ill-fated Captain America, yeah. which have basically gone the way of the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> Pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, this this was the first one where people kind of stood back and said, "Wow, you can actually make a good movie out of out of this source material." Uh, I mean, th- there had always been Superman, I guess. But once again, that had been done for a while already, too, now. Right. Um, and I think we've talked about this before, that Superman was the first real, first good one? I It's tough to say. Definitely the first blockbuster, anyways. First big comic movie to ever be successful. Yeah. So, I would think so, yeah. yeah at, least so, super, at least superhero comic book. I don't yeah. know if there was some Western or... I mean, there were, there were other attempts. Officer. There was uh, Billy Zane as the Phantom. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. With Treat Williams as the, the villain. That was utterly forgettable. Was that around the same time as the, uh, the Shadow? Uh, uh, roughly, I think, yeah. <laughs> Alec Baldwin? <laughs> I could not get all the way through that one, by the way. No, that's terrible. I, I think there's that one was banking a little too much nostalgia. <laughs> from people that grew up before TVs, I guess. I don't know what they're going for with that one. <laughs> but uh, it's just Alec Baldwin with the big nose. In a way, I can see this be- being kind of like the the first of the... almost like a Star Wars for another generation. Yeah, I would say... So this was the first... I would say that this is the Iron Man of the previous comic book generation. Like, this game was really good. We had a couple of these, a couple of Spider-Man movies, and then a bunch of crap, and it kind of died again, right? And then it wasn't mm-hmm. until Iron Man where it kind of picked up. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And, um, and for my money, I, I think I liked X-Men 2 the most out of the three. I was going to bring that up, too. Yeah, it might as well. <laughs> uh, you're talking about the crappy ones. We've got to talk about the, yeah. the, the third one. Yeesh. Oh, boy. And then I guess the, the next two tie in together with First Class and Days of Future Past. 
where it's all the same universe, mm-hmm. even though they retcon some things. <laughs> Oddly enough, the X-Men or the the Wolverine movies are kind of their own thing, I guess. Although I guess those are kind of part of it. I I think they you basically have to forget about the first Wolverine movie though, <laughs> from a continuity yeah. standpoint. Mm-hmm. Is that the one with Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool? Yeah. The not Deadpool, Deadpool, yeah. Thank God that's not going to happen. Yeah, Yeah, jeez. I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. I heard it's, I think, Matt, you're the one telling me that it's going to be a hard R. Yeah, it's going to be a hard R. And um, I've seen actual, the the Comic-Con leaked footage, uh, but like it's from somebody's phone. But, you know. High quality. (laughs) What I I saw, that was good. Yeah, I saw the panel. Like, we're totally off topic already, but mm-hmm. I saw the panel, and Ryan Reynolds is like, "Yes, from the company that that uh, uh, glued Deadpool's mouth shut." <laughs> the Deadpool yeah. movie. Yeah. And then he made another joke about this is going to be uh, what was it? This is the second time playing a superhero. Well, I guess the first time I played one, it wasn't too super. Like he was making fun of himself for Green Lantern, and mm-hmm. he was yeah. pretty. Yeah. Oh, too bad about the Green Lantern movie. Ugh. Yeah. So anyway, X Men. X Men. So yes. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, Wolverine, which I brought up a second ago, we we start off. You get Magneto's background, and yeah, you can awesome. always you can always count on the Nazis. <laughs> They're always involved. Still, somehow. still to be you're still reliable villains in this day and mm-hmm. age. There's just nobody that's going to stick up for the Nazis. <laughs> I guess because you don't need exposition, right? You just see the armed man, and you're like, that's, bad guy. Oh, yeah, pretty, they're bad. I forget. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you get that. You get some young... Well, I guess you, you don't get um, Xavier's end of it until uh, first class, but uh, you go from there, and then jumps right into Wolverine's thing. And speaking of Wolverine... Hugh Jackman, relative unknown at this point, safe mm-hmm. to say. So wait, actually, the very first thing after that is um, Rogue. Oh, that's I right. Just, she... I just watched this the other day because oh, I haven't yeah. seen it in a while. And she's like making out with her boyfriend upstairs and kills him. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it like a, an, yeah. an analog for unprotected sex. Yeah. <laughs> you never know when one's a mutant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, Rogue runs away. Yeah, after powers, and then he gets Wolverine, and they they kind of made him the central character throughout all of the movies, pretty much. I mean, you get uh, a lot between Magneto and Xavier, Patrick Stewart, and Ian McKellen. But so, sorry. sorry, I gotta interrupt real quick. So. You see on the internet all the time. Those two dudes are always hanging out together, taking <laughs> yes. pictures and stuff. Yeah. We're, were they friends before this, or did this make them friends? I was wondering that myself. I have no idea. Because yeah, you see these pictures, and these two old British dudes having the time of their lives together, and then, like... But I don't know if they were... Because I never saw them together before this, but that doesn't mean anything. I mean, They're both classically trained British actors. Probably Ch- they're probably, they're probably both in an episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> Back in the the sixties or seventies, so yeah. Is Patrick Stewart a big like broad like not broad, or Broadway or like British theater guy or is he always I, just been I'm like sure Star Trek? His, and... I, I'm sure he's done his turn on that. Okay, that's probably where he came up. 
I don't, it always just cracks me up when I see those pictures of those two guys yeah. <laughs> drinking at a pub. <laughs> yeah. We we do try to stay away from politics and stuff. But there's one thing I want to say that that was pretty funny. Ian McKellen, he, he's gay and he's very active. He's, he's been very active in the the community and pro gay rights and things like that. Somebody had photoshopped a picture of him. He had been at some uh, pride parade, and instead of the "I'm gay, deal with it," he had a shirt on that said, "I, <laughs> I was Magneto and Gandalf, deal with it." <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty hilarious. Um, <laughs> so, you, you get Rowan and you get the first taste of the, the mutant, the the real uh, mutant powers against other mutant powers when. Uh, after Wolverine reluctantly takes on Rogue, and they they hit the road, uh, they're attacked by another Rogue, no pun intended, group of mutants under the <laughs> control of Magneto, and you see Wolverine take on a couple dudes. Uh, I think he gets he gets thrown through a windshield. Yeah, right, right after he tells her to put on her safety belt. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's right. Uh, yeah, like Sabretooth throws a tree in front of the car yeah, so he was yeah. flying through the windshield yeah right i i thought they did a weird thing with uh saber tooth in this movie because the the dude that plays him daniel brown <laughs> daniel brown <laughs> yes <laughs> uh tyler main is freaking huge but they like made him seem skinny somehow with like the oh, furry <laughs> yeah it didn't like it didn't work because that guy's that guy's like candidate for gregor cleegan Lanny, however it's pronounced. Uh, it's pronounced the hound. The, the mountain. Oh, no, the, the, the mountain. mountain the mountain well, that guy could have been in the running for that. <laughs> and they made him look kind of skinny. I mean, Jackman's 6'2", which, again, people were probably bent about that. This is before the the internet really got going on this stuff. But, yeah. yeah, he's... Nowadays, people would be bitching that he's way too tall to play Wolverine. Yeah, this would be like 5'2", or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So uh, I just wanted—I had in my notes about Wolverine and that whole being, you know, he's way bigger than he is in the comics. And so, wh- wh- how do you think that would play on a, a movie these days? If you were okay, you know, they're hinting that okay, he's only going to do one or two more movies, Hugh Jackman. And then if they do recast it, they probably will go smaller, right? Ooh, you, yeah, yeah like it's, it's already, not tall guy. I don't think they'll go the route. Yeah, kind of like Matt's saying, they've already got precedent. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at, too. But now it is your time. If you want to be faithful, like, that's what they're trying to do now with all these things. Like, I don't know. It'd be... But like, I think... I'll, 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 just, I, I'll, I'll be happy if it's not another Brit or Aussie. <laughs> it's yeah, going to be Canadian Jackson. to do it, because Wolverine's Canadian. That's Did true. you know... Rick Moranis. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, Rick Moranis. The guy who was originally up for it was... I don't know if you know who it is, but Dude Ray Scott, he was like a villain in like the second in Mission Impossible, the really shitty Mission Impossible. Yes, I know who that is. Yeah. So that guy was originally, he was the front runner, and he decided not to do it. I heard at some point in the past, they actually talked about Danny DeVito. (laughs) (laughs) Sure enough. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I I don't know how realistic it was, but there was actually talks about it. He's got the fur. Yeah, he's got the fur, he's got the height. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've seen Get Shorty, he can, he can do the evil squint. 
He's played the penguin. Why not play uh, <laughs> Wolverine? Anyway, I think that'd be interesting. Whenever they do recast, because obviously it's going to happen at some point. If they stick with the big buff dude, or they go down to the be more authentic. Yeah, and and to be fair about all this, it's not like Hugh Jackman's huge. No, but he, he said he's six two. That's yeah, way no, above he's average. Definitely <laughs> way too tall. I'm saying he's not like. Uh, it's like, not LeBron James. <laughs> it's not like the. You know, it's not like uh, Chris Evans is Captain America, or the guy who plays Thor. Chris Hemsworth. A lot of Chris's. Uh, Chris Pratt. <laughs> Chris Pratt? Yeah, that guy's huge now, too. <laughs> he Jackman's as big as those guys. Maybe not as big as Evans. He's just buff. Yeah. Are those guys really tall, too? I guess I don't realize how tall they are. Anyway. <laughs> High, highway fetish. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so get going the other X-Men up here and you get Scott Summers Cyclops who worst ever it's pretty much yeah. the biggest dick in all of the <laughs> I, I, I guess maybe Matt you would know more that uh-huh. his reputation just from the comics just kind of being an unlikable dick yeah and him obviously him and Wolverine comics too they just go at each other all the time too I, I don't think that it stems from, like, in a movie, like, in a girl or whatever. They just don't like each other. Cyclops is a dick. Yeah. And Storm is hot. <laughs> but her accent is terrible. Yes. Yeah. And she asks stupid questions. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> so, yeah, Cyclops and Storm show up and save Wolverine. Like, Wolverine gets knocked out a lot in this movie. Is that yeah, he does. Well, he gets his like superpowers. He can get his ass kicked. He just know, keeps but... getting his ass kicked until somebody like slips up. He's like Iceman from Top Gun. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I guess Sabretooth would be one person who could knock him out. But like, I don't know. It's just kind of weird that in this movie, I just it was at least twice he got knocked out. I think it's three times for a guy with a metal skull. Happened a little twice. <laughs> well, his brain's still getting bounced around. Yeah, I know. I'm going to get technical. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he, they're, they're rescued. They're taken to the school for gifted youngsters. Is that the official yeah, name of it? Think, yeah. The, the X-Mansion. Yes. Uh, and, and here's something that I maybe because they didn't have the budget, Although it seems pretty big budget movie, you, they they kind of didn't play around too much with all the different mutant kids. Like you see a few of them, but for the most part, they're just normal kids running around. Yeah, I, I think they could have had a little bit more of that. Maybe yeah. that's just me. <laughs> no, well, actually, I did read that it was it was a smaller budget for this type of movie. It was a small budget, considering yeah. it was the first comic book movie in a while. And that's why X2 is a little more polished, because they got more money for it. So, like, it wasn't a small movie by any means, but it definitely wasn't big where they could start, you know, throw in a CG shot here of, you know, Nightcrawler, do this, do that. Yeah, they had to pick their spots. And... Which they did actually have, like, a kid, like, teleporting on the basketball field, so they did kind of include something like that, but that's about... <laughs> the, the dreaded basketball field. 
Yeah, that, yeah, that was like the money shot for that. <laughs> yeah, and like when he when he goes in to see Professor X, one of the kids walks through the door. So there's a few things, but yeah, it's not like in the second one where you see like doesn't Colossus show up for like a brief moment or something and little yeah, things like yeah. yeah. Yep. So they they crack a couple jokes about how Wolverine, who's still passed out, could be older than Professor X. But Patrick Stewart. Yes. <laughs> and you, you get to meet some of the other X-Men. So you meet Jean Grey, Famke Jansen, and Wolverine wakes up and it's love at first sight. And really, it's it's one of the subplots throughout the the subsequent three movies. There's kind of this love triangle. Really, if you think about it, as much of a dick that Cyclops is, Wolverine's kind of the bigger dick for trying to horn in on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I guess on one hand, it makes him more sympathetic as a character, but on the other hand, it makes him kind of a, more of a dick, Wolverine that is, for, <laughs> for trying to steal away Jean Grey. Yeah. But yeah, so, but does he, I mean, he always, he has big talk, but he never ever acts on it, right? Like, I'm trying to remember from the movies. I mean, yeah, he could have been much more... He could have been worse. Yeah. But he's mm-hmm. still... Uh, and yeah, he's thrown it in Scott's face the whole time, but I think he's just doing it to be a dick as opposed to, you know, just the part where you tell me to stay away from your girl, you know, just being a, <laughs> a dick about it. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. And you can kind of spot uh, some of the weed lines. That was probably one of them. It's gonna, when it gets really cute, you can tell Whedon had a hand in it. Joss Whedon had something to do with this movie? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Really? No. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. Well, no, I don't, I don't know if you guys are being facetious or not, because no, I, I, he I, actually I, wrote the worst line in the movie, which uh, we'll get to. Yeah. Think about that. I never knew. I thought that was just like a Brian Singer and his buddies movie. I didn't know that it was. I, well, I, I don't know if he wrote the script, but he definitely had something to do with it. Okay. All right. He punched it up, maybe. I don't know. But yes, he was responsible for the worst line in the movie. Mm. And one of the worst yeah. line in any movie. Any movie. Period. Yeah. But that's later in the movie. <laughs> yes, that comes later. Uh, so he set up the love triangle, set up the school, and what's going on there where Professor X set up the school to help these mutant kids because uh, they, they can't go to normal school. Again, an allegory for... Everything. Yeah, just but whatever you want to attach to it, pretty much. Yeah. Any kind of difference. <laughs> um, you finally get into the meat of it when Magneto appears again. When they take over a train station? Yes. Yeah, so once again, Rogue's trying to run away, and Wolverine's sniffing her out, hunts her down. They, they fight again. And is, is there more of a mismatch in any movie than Wolverine versus Magneto? <laughs> yeah. I guess it was Magneto versus Iron Man, so I think he was thinking. Iron Man can take the suit off. That's true. <laughs> so I actually, this is funny, I was watching... Uh, no, Mojo. What is it? Mojo.com or whatever, and it was like top ten super battles or whatever. And this is a big spoiler for comic book, so whatever. 
Yeah. I, I always wondered about this fight. Yeah, I guess at one point Magneto just yeah, just rips all his metal out from the inside of him in a fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he finally had enough. <laughs> yeah, it's like Magneto doesn't like to fuck with mutants and everything, but he's like, fuck it, I gotta show teach you guys a lesson or something like that. I'm sure yeah, he has survived somehow, but the... He uh, survived and he ended up having, like, just the, like before the procedure where he had the bone paws and all that shit. How do you survive? I guess his regeneration was enough to keep him yeah. alive after that. Yeah. yeah. That was a very popular expense. I forget what the, the title of that particular one was. Yeah. So for this movie, instead of... Um, I want to go back to kind of the main theme of this, because this was... For me, I had never read an X-Men comic, and uh, so this is the first time coming into it. And I thought it was interesting, and we, we kind of missed it already, is Professor X versus Magneto, and how they're two sides of the same coin or whatever, and they both want what's best for the mutants, but the two different ways they're going about it. And you can see the point of view from both sides, which I really dig about the X-Men movies, right? Magneto is one mm-hmm. of the coolest bad guys, but he's not the truest bad guy in that sense because of that you could see his point of view and I like those conversations that they have with each other like they're in a courtroom and you can see that they're trying to vote against mutant registration and you see them talking back and forth and you know you're just going to stand by these people while they kill you and yes of course there's there's, there's always good in them and I don't know I, that's what I dug the most about this movie the first time I saw it and I, I got why people liked X-Men after watching this movie mm-hmm. yeah t- typically the the villain that has kind of relatable motivation is going to be more compelling to watch than the just face yeah. the psychopath. And we've talked a lot about this in other podcasts. About yes. Good villains versus eh, villains. And def- I, I think it, it, in this case having Ian McKellen as Magneto and having that chemistry between him and Patrick Stewart as Professor X kind of carries it over the hump. Um, mm-hmm. You know, at the time it was awesome, but you know, I, I don't know if it would have held up as well without what Jeff's saying. Yeah, definitely. And we've talked yeah. about in the past, or at least I, we've mentioned like uh, Marvel having uh, not as many as good villains as DC, right? We mentioned Loki, and that was about all we can come up with, especially from all these movies that have come out. And we never really mentioned Magneto, I don't think, and he probably is the best villain of all of Marvel, the movies anyway. Yeah, yeah probably. And it, it is really cool that uh, Fastbender and um, Fastbender and McAvoy, yeah, have mm-hmm. been able to pick up the torch, as it were, and they're they're almost as good. Yeah, but and just besides, just forget the, even the actors, just the groundwork, right? It's just that he's a cool. He's not purely evil. He just he has his certain point of view on it, and he does have cool powers, right? <laughs> like. Yeah. Just from that point of view, and yes, they have gone and cast great people to play them. So, yeah, uh, so yeah, I, I agree. the The groundwork is definitely there. It's it's a lot better than. I, I, what, what was the worst one we, we came up with originally? Was the the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh yeah, where he's he's cool, but he's just utterly forgettable. Yeah, he's not they, a good villain. They all are, except for Loki, and maybe you say the Red Skull. Well, they're all the Marvel movies are. For me, yeah. unforgettable. I couldn't even tell you. I mean, Iron Man. It's like, well, so, someone's brought this up. It's like, if Tony Stark would just stop building shit, there, there'd be nothing for the <laughs> Avengers or Iron Man to fight. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. It's that, like every single time they're just spreading one of his inventions. You're like, stop it. Yeah. That, that Go back to building of, missiles. Actually, one of my complaints about <laughs> yeah. Age of Ultron was he doesn't seem to be getting a lot of flack for any of the stuff that went down. But all of them. Iron Man 1, he's fighting a bigger version of his suit. Iron Man 2, his technology is being used, right? Against him and all those yeah, big things. Yeah. Third one, he's just fighting a bunch of versions of his uh, himself. Uh, oh, and that's a shitty villain, too, the Vander. Yeah, yeah, his yeah, whole yeah, backstory yeah. is Tony Stark ditches him on New Year's Eve to go bang a chick. And he becomes a supervillain. Like, that's his whole story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rather than hang out with some nerd. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know much about the actual the comic book Mandarin, but I'm the, yeah the movie version was just pretty stupid. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it wasn't Guy Pierce's fault. Like, <laughs> no, he, he did he did good with what he had, but it's just <laughs> it's just a weird. They, they need to give him some some more motivation. Mm. Anyway, all the villains have been bad. I mean, we've talked about it before. I think you guys like Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2. It's been a while since I've seen that, yes. so I reserve judgment on that. But So there's been very few bad. I don't think we've ever mentioned Magneto before. When I was watching this yesterday, I was like, man, we never talk about this guy. He's badass. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. And um, So yeah, that was something on my notes I just wanted to bring up. For me, X-Men, all I know is from all the movies that have been out. And it's kind of a shame. <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> I don't know. I, I like what I saw. They're yeah. not my favorite movies because uh, just some of the characters are stupid. Like I like Magneto yeah. and I like Wolverine, Professor X, but like Cyclops, Storm, Rogue—they're all kind of annoying and boring to me. But, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I'm 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 in pretty much in your boat. Like <laughs> what I've seen in the movies and what I've read on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That when I saw on Watch Mojo, I learned something the other day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think at this point it would just be impossible. But no, but people, it, you, I have friends that will like, could, you know, tell me to hey, go watch, go go read this story arc or whatever. You know, pick out the good that's ones. That's true. Mm-hmm. And with tablets, it makes it easy if it's yeah. if it's online. And that's kind of what I've been doing with some of the Batman stuff lately. I've been just like, Kevin Smith always talks about certain ones. So I go, okay, I'll go listen to him and read those, download them digitally and read some of them. Mm-hmm. But one of these days I'll do it for X-Men, but not for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, and then he, uh, you mentioned the train station thing. That was when they're trying to figure out why Wolverine, where he came from, and they start doing some telepathy on him and it starts triggering flashbacks and he's having a nightmare and he accidentally stabs Rogue and then mm-hmm. uh, what's her face Mystique yeah Mystique pretends to be one of like her boyfriend and tells her to leave basically I forgot that whole stuff <laughs> luckily I just watched yeah. this today but yeah you gotta get out of here Rogue Professor X is gonna kill you <laughs> <laughs> never use your powers in another mutant yeah yeah then the whole train station you said then that was a big fight with Magneto and then He's wearing the helmet, I think, for the first time, and so Professor X can't <laughs> bend his mind and do and all that, that stuff. That, that whole scene was cool, just seeing the two of them square off. Yeah. Where Magneto takes all the guns, but then Professor X takes over Sabretooth. And... <laughs> yeah. So, so wait, that scene when I was watching it never <laughs> bugs me. So he fires the bullet, and he stops it, and it just pointed right at the guy's forehead and the guy first of all he makes it sound like he's shitty he's just like 
which is realistic. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> but then he just sit. They all and then he cocks all the other guns and points them at the cops, and they all just stand there. No one like ducks or anything. Just the whole time he just sit there with a bullet pointed at his forehead. Like you could walk away, dude. I don't think anything was going to happen. So, so in that scene and leading up to that, I want to talk a little bit about the the costumes here. So that, that's always been a weird line to walk in any of these movies yeah. is the costuming. Because yeah. you can, in a way, you can kind of make or break the movie right there. You you can go goofy with it if the movie has the right tone. Uh, they're obviously trying to play up X Men more seriously, kind of more grounded in reality than in the comic books. So I think they did a good job with the the regular X Men outfits with just the black leather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they did the right choice there. But I think now, if they... I know they still haven't done it in the new movies. I think now you almost could bring back some of the I'll, more actually, hyper-color stuff. <laughs> it's actually I want, something I want to talk about in our new section. Okay. That, that ties into that. Yeah, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, then, like, like I said, they, I kind of don't like what they did with Sabretooth. Uh, they couldn't cast that guy in real life, though. Because in the comic books, like, Sabretooth is like... His shoulders are like seven feet across. <laughs> There's no way to actually cast that, that that kind of guy, but I still think they get it a little better with the costuming for him. Is... Mag- Magneto's get-up is almost goofy, but it works. Yeah, I didn't think it was... It's like, I just watched it, I didn't think it was goofy. No, I, I didn't. I, I, it's close, though, I think. <laughs> Maybe. Um, is Sabretooth like Wolverine's brother or something? Uh, if you, if uh, I, I didn't read the origin, the book, the comic books, but um, they play it up in the Wolverine movie that that's, they are brothers. Okay, and that's Liv Schreiber plays them, right? Yeah. Okay, that's where I get that from. For some reason, I have that in my mind that they're brothers and that. Okay, because I did see one of those Wolverine standalone movies. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. And okay. and not for nothing, but Liv Schreiber grows. Better sideburns than Hugh Jackman. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and he's also the best narrator of all time. <laughs> yes. Uh, the twenty four NHL 24-7. Oh, he's so good. It must be nice, nice to be able to fall back on that. <laughs> like, oh, I can't get any movie rules. I guess I'll go to narrate another documentary. You know, his voice does not sound like it. I'd watch those in the 24-7s, and it would say... Liv Shriver, I'm like, oh, it must be a different guy because it doesn't sound anything like him. No, when, when, you, when you told me it was him, I was just like, yeah. oh, bullshit. <laughs> and then there, he, I found a, uh, it's a comic book documentary on Netflix, and oh, he's yeah. and he's narrating it. And the start of each episode, he's actually walking around talking a little bit. And I'm like, holy crap, it is him! It doesn't sound like him, but it is him. <laughs> Mine was blown. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Yep. Stay on target. Stay on target. So yeah, they have the whole the, the thing at the Rogue, and that's when they find out they're not actually after Rogue. They're or after Wolverine. They're after Rogue. Mm-hmm. Or Sookie Stackhouse. Sookie. <laughs> so find out you find out what Magneto is trying to build mutants, basically. <laughs> yeah, to turn the regular people into mutants, basically. But yeah. then you get, then you got the senator guy who. He tried a little experiment on, and he turned into water or some shit. <laughs> yeah, and that 
So when they kidnap him, right? That's a uh, Mystique is in a helicopter with him, and she transforms. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's another cool. Like, like she's a cool character too because she's not black or white, right? She's you know, you're the you're the reason I got beat up in school or whatever. Or I forgot the line, but basically making her feel weird because she's different. They always keep pointing that out. Yeah, right. And I think mm-hmm. that's what X Men Two when Nightcrawler asks why she doesn't stay in some form. You know, she's I, I shouldn't have to stay in that form. I should be able to, you know. That stuff is what makes the X-Men the X-Men, I guess. And that's yeah. why it re- relates to teenagers, I guess, especially. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel different. And, I don't know. Cool stuff. Yep. And one of the worst special effects is when the guy, they, they transform the uh, senator, and he pushes his head through the bars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so that's bad. That, that yeah. does not hold up well. Yeah, his eyes are like bucking out like a fish. Yeah. It's yeah. like someone has one of those apps on your phone where you just put your <laughs> finger on it and you make the guy's head warp or whatever. It's so bad. No, I think those are better. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We're working out of their secret cave in Manhattan, wherever the hell that was. That's true, huh? They're, they're off the coast because it's Statue of Liberty's. <laughs> That's true. I don't know where the hell they're supposed to be. Yeah. In the comics, he's his base is like on an asteroid, so yeah. <laughs> they didn't have the budget for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Magneto's base is on an asteroid? Yeah, Asteroid M. Nerd! Well, how, well, how did the other guys get up there? I don't know. Magnus- how, does, how, wait, how does he get up there? He's Magneto. He's still a human, right? He has to breathe. Uh, what is he breathing? Is a mask? I don't remember how they explain. Yeah, all, all he need is all he needs is the suit, some air, and he can just mm-hmm. propel himself. He doesn't have to worry about. True. Yeah, yeah, but he has to breathe. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. In the comics, they have like that whole island. Yeah, they have an island, and he's got the asteroid. He's got a couple different things. Yeah. What's that? that the- is that the so, island from um, Super Friends that looks like a bunch of Darth Vader masks put together? Yeah. <laughs> and then meanwhile, he in the swamp. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Hall of Doom. Yeah, mean, meanwhile, the Hall of Doom. Yeah. And Lex Luthor didn't have pants for some reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. Swearing a unitard. <laughs> yep. Um... So yeah, they had the showdown at the train station, and and then it's on. You get the X Men together with Wolverine for the first time. Really, he he also dons the leather, and they they make the joke mm, about yes. about would you rather be wearing yellow spandex? <laughs> yeah. Hey oh. <laughs> yeah, and is that is that the time when? He shoots his uh, claws through it, and then he flips them off. With he leaves one claw out, and he yes. flips off Scott. That's no, that's that's uh, later when they're actually on Liberty Island, and they go through the metal detector because oh, they're okay. like everyone's like turning around and looking at him, and then he flips them off with the claw. <laughs> and that's right. And that's when he destroys the metal detector too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just take a second to talk about how awesome Wolverine's claws are. <laughs> yes. It's got to be one of the best. I know it's not a gadget since it's part of him, but it's got to be like the best. I'll call it accessory or gadget that any superhero <laughs> has. It's so cool. Like at the yeah. very beginning when you talk about when he meets Rogue for the first time and he has him out with the one guy and the other guy puts the shotgun to the back of his head and he just Touching destroys. Yeah, just yeah. destroys the shotgun. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. That shot's still good. And you can actually 
he does it so good and so quick, you can actually see the gunpowder just coming out, all mm-hmm. spilling on the ground. And all the BBs and shit, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I said gunpowder. I meant the, yeah, the actual shot. Yeah. That's so cool. Yep. Pretty damn cool. Like, what? Yeah. That metal is supposed to be able to cut through anything, too, so it's really cool, you know. <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> it's really cool. So, so wait, what's, what's stronger? Uh, adamantium or vibranium? Hmm. Nerd boner and <laughs> shit. I don't, I don't know. Just what are the differences between the, the MCU and the X Men universes? I guess. Yeah. But what in the comics? I'm I'm sure the Avengers have teamed up or fought against the X Men. I know they have, right? So yeah. well, they do crossovers and shit. Yeah. Although in the movies, it seems like it's pretty weak for plot points. Where plot points are concerned. With the shield or the both. Wow. Hmm. If, it, if the plot calls for it, yeah. <laughs> but I like. I think. Well, the answer is Superman's the strongest. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Unless there's kryptonite around. Yeah, but if Wolby was the stab, he couldn't even stab Superman. So that's true. So there was some some nerd site that came out with a list of like the top ten Marvel characters that could take Superman, and mm-hmm. Pref- Professor X wasn't on that list. So I call bullshit on the whole thing. Just that's true. All he has to do is mind fucking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pull off your arm. <laughs> <laughs> Beat yourself to death with your own arm. Yeah. <laughs> Look into a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shoot yourself with your laser vision in the mirror. <laughs> I was. What was? I think it was on one of the Kevin Smith podcasts, and one of the guys I was ta- he was talking with, and. He's like, yeah, I always found those things stupid. People talk about who would win in a fight with Superman or whatever. He's like, here's every single fight with Superman. Superman picks him up, throws him into the sun. <laughs> That's, yeah. <laughs> oh, here comes this guy. Oh, Superman picks him up, throws him into the sun. Stop drawing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's, that's how loud that would go. <laughs> So anyway, I always laugh. Even though I know Batman and Superman's coming up, but I'm sure we're going to talk about it. But mm-hmm. that's kind of funny. Speaking of nerd bugs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Big ones. <laughs> throbbing. <laughs> so they, they, they get to Ellis Island for the ultimate showdown. Uh, a newsflash. I have taken a dump on Ellis Island. Just wanted to let you guys know that. Let oh, free cool. to bring. There's, <laughs> there's a very offensive joke about uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, I was taking, I took a dump on Liberty Island or Ellis Island. It was fantastic. <laughs> did, did it feel like freedom, Jeff? It did. All right. <laughs> so they they have all the world leaders at, at Ellis Island uh, when they before they get there to be turned into mutants by some super convoluted plot to use the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> The easily spottable Statue of Liberty <laughs> mm-hmm. turned everybody into mutants. Uh, but yes, the X Men arrive. Uh, there's some showdowns. Uh, the Toad. Oh, Toad kicks a lot of ass in this movie. Actually. Yeah, Toad is awesome. I don't know if it's the Toad or if it's Ray Park, but I think it's mostly yeah, it's Ray. Park. Yeah, it's Ray Park. He's being awesome. But he gets uh, he gets his comeuppance. Somebody want to say the line? <laughs> oh God. Do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? (laughs) Same thing that happens to everything else. Yes. Terrible. 
that was Joss Whedon. We can thank Whedon for really? that. Really? Yes. Oh my god. That is probably like, when I think of bad movie lines, that is right in my top five, I think. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Toad gets thrown in the bay. Oh, yeah. I know, he's fine after that. Well, that's, where, that's where Toads come from. <laughs> the New York Bay? Yeah, it's why not? Mutant Toads, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah, so who had a better death, Darth Maul or uh, Toad? <sighs> Toad? Toad died with more dignity, I guess? I don't know. But that wasn't that awesome when he... <laughs> When the toad, when toad picked up the metal pole and spun around and did the Darth Maul pose, that's such a, it's so stupid, but it's awesome at the same time. I loved it. Hey, what happened to Ray Park? He did the GI Joe movies. He was Snake Eyes, but other than that, I don't think oh, he was. He? Oh, he yeah. was Snake Eyes. Oh man, this yeah, guy's a badass. This guy should be in everything. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he's an extreme martial arts guy. Yeah, Wushu. So. Yeah, so Toad, Toad gets taken down eventually by Storm. Uh, after Storm beats Cyclops oh, oh, and Jean Grey. Hold on, I gotta interrupt. Is it, <laughs> that movie is so goddamn terrible, and Darth Maul is good. Like, that's how awesome Darth Maul was. That he stands out in that shitty movie. Yes. And he's worth talking about. Sorry, you I are, You are correct, Jeff. <laughs> oh, oh, and Obi-Wan had no business actually winning that fight, by the way. No, he didn't. Yeah. Actually, we're talking about this. Yeah. In my opinion, uh, the ghost of Qui-Gon Jinn helped out somehow. <laughs> well, it is Liam Neeson. Yeah, he uses giant wang or something. The ghost of Qui-Gon. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's a scene... So, I guess we kind of skipped over the point where Magneto has to transfer his powers to Rogue so he doesn't die and Rogue dies instead. Wasn't that, isn't that part of the plot where... Yeah, that's why they needed her. Yeah, because yeah, it's... You need the magnetic power, but it's going to kill the person who uses it, so they're transferring the powers to Rogue. Mm-hmm. I don't believe I belong here with these Rogues. <laughs> I got a 4.0 grade average at Yahoo. <laughs> Come on, they let's jump the heli brush. <laughs> oh, man, I, I knew somebody named Wendy. I'd say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, yeah, so, so Toad takes out Cyclops and Jean Grey, two of the most powerful characters in the Marvel, at least in the comics. Like, like they're nothing. Yeah, it takes yeah, just, Storm to do the job. So he takes Cyclops' um, glasses off, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he bukkakis in Eugene's <laughs> <laughs> face. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it hardens instantly. Uh, I'm never going to be able to watch the movie the same way again. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, don't tell me you ever thought of that before. I did not. I'd, it's like it's like with uh, Lord of the Rings when you talk about the tree jizz. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't remember tree jizz. The end jizz. That's what you called it. Oh, the int move? The, the Mary and Pippin drink the, the water. <laughs> you, called it, you called it the end jizz. I don't remember. And now I can't think. You know, I can't <laughs> can't think of it anything else. It sounds made up. <laughs> uh, let's get get that fight. You get the showdown between Wolverine and Mystique. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wolverine eventually wins. There's some with the help of some wires. <laughs> some wire yeah. work in that fight. Yeah. Uh, 
It's still kind of a cool fight, though. Yeah, no, it was it was cool. Like, again, practical effects wins out over yeah. shitty special effects most of the time. And what's crazy is that makeup looks CGI. Even on the new one now, right? Jennifer Lawrence. They, oh, yeah. yeah that yeah. makeup, it looks fake. It's kind of like the Spider-Man costume looks CGI. I yeah, don't know how to describe it. That material or whatever, it makes it look fake. Yeah. So, it was for yeah, for Mystique, Rebecca Romaine had to get in the chair for I think it was six hours to get all that makeup on. Jeez, that's it? <laughs> it actually only took like one, but the guys slowly went <laughs> yeah. Yeah. every he day. Just, he had a <laughs> yeah. Two particular uh, areas took him the longest. <laughs> and the, according to trivia for Nightcrawler, um, Alan Cumming, it, it took it, 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, it actually it took like twice as long which is why he did not want to be in the third movie. Like you, you hear that from a lot of these guys that have to do these movies with the heavy makeup, how much they hate it. Yeah. Uh, like Jim Carrey in The Grinch is Still Christmas. He, he's on record as saying he hated it. Uh, even Idris Elba doing the Thor movies hated having to wear the, the contacts and everything. Mm. So. Yeah, actually, what's, Jennifer Lawrence was just saying that too. She's like, eh... Every time I'm done with one of these movies, I never want to do it again. But then, I guess a couple years go by and you forget about how bad the makeup is or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, all these people just tough it out. Yeah. I've seen it by the Ray Park. This dude's a man. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> done a bunch of... He's done that. Yeah, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. He, <laughs> he had, all he had to do was sit in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had other people push him around. Yeah. Yep. So finally, they have the the ultimate confrontation with Magneto, and it takes all their powers combined. Yeah, that that always that kind of annoyed me. It's a little forced. Uh, Storm, you, you could fly him up there. Wolverine, you could fly Wolverine up there. Jean Grey, you you can stabilize. Yeah. You shoot stuff. It's like, come on. Still, even even with a weakened Magneto, throwing. Throwing a guy made of metal at him was still not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess you know, for the plot points again, it was to the point where he couldn't fend him off. Yeah. Still. <laughs> and I don't like that shot of Wolverine, like, using his claws to grab the one of the... the oh. Tierra of the Statue of Liberty and spin around. It's such a weird-looking shot. I never, it, is, it is weird because you don't know what's going on until after he gets back up there. It's just like, what the hell is going on? I forgot about that <laughs> shot. Yeah. Yeah. I remember even at the time thinking that was weird. It's odd. Yeah. Yeah. I know what they're trying to do. Yeah, no, I'm sure it looked yeah. badass on the uh, storyboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the day is won. Magneto is defeated. Everything goes back to well, not normal because it sets up the second movie. And Mystique is gone. Wait, I don't like how they, the way they ditched Sabretooth and Toad for the second movie. Yeah, I yeah. think that Toad is actually in that the shitty third one, but just not like as a background. Is he? Yeah. Oh, the th- fucking third movie. Yeah, and, exactly. And they finally have like this huge battle between all these mutants and. And it sucks. Everybody's mutant <laughs> power is being able to punch and kick. Yeah. Ugh. 
But yeah, I think I think Toad is also in the Days of Future Past. Like they kind of retconned his character a little bit. Could be wrong oh. about that. I don't remember it, but the guy wearing I... the goggles. Yeah, the I goggles. remember the dude in the goggles. Yeah, I think that's supposed to be him. In the in the military barracks. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's supposed to be him. Yeah. So they definitely retconned that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the cool ending, you have Magneto in a plastic prison, basically. Yeah, and this goes back to what you were saying earlier, Jeff. Yes, you know it could have been that oh the villain gets his comeuppance and that's it. But yeah, he's he's in that plastic prison and Xavier comes and visits him and they play chess. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's very cool. Yeah, it's cool, and it's actually I like the second one shows how he gets out of there. It's just just escape randomly and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a, good, it's a good movie. It set everything up, and that's why the second one's better. Yeah. I think the second two, I think the action overall is better, too. For my money. Mm-hmm. You get to see Wolverine being more like Wolverine. Yeah. In the, second the, the whole opening scene, though, with Nightcrawler at the yes. White House is friggin' awesome. It's one of my favorite scenes in a movie. That is one of that's probably maybe one of the best one of the best openings. Yeah. That was just like nerd jizz everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Even Zay Voice. Even Zay Voice, but you know in that movie there was that moment and then like the newest X Men, my favorite moment is the Quicksilver thing. It's it's kind of like the similar that that scene was so fucking cool. It was awesome. It's, that, but it's it's like kind of like the Nightcrawler scene where it's just like the standalone scene, which is just yeah. fucking awesome. The the problem I had with the the newest Quicksilver in the Days of Future Past is they basically made him into a god. Like, yeah. <laughs> basically take on anybody. Then just send him back home again to go play pong in his basement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But he's actually in the new one too, so we'll talk probably talk about that. Okay. Later too. I'll tell you, he wasn't a god in Avengers, too. No. <laughs> no, god. <laughs> no yeah. god, you're right. Nah, no god. She, she tried to control my mind, but luckily for you all, I am mighty. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, a good movie. Pretty, pretty good, as your brother would say. Uh, <laughs> or Larry David. <laughs> or Larry David. <laughs> a decent score. The, the overarching score, like, over the, the credits and stuff, is... It's okay. It's memorable, but nothing great, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, de- it's decent. I would say the same thing. Yeah, the main theme, I, I know, I know that. Other than that, not too memorable. The main theme is pretty good. The whole, I think, setting up. What what is the main base call? Is it called the X Mansion? No, is it? It's the Xavier School for Gifted Mutants or Gifted okay. Young- Youngsters or whatever. Yeah. I don't think they ever call it the, the X-Mansion or whatever. Okay. Yeah. But it's cool. I mean, they've pretty much kept that for all the movies, right? Even the new ones, it's pretty much the same, right? Even, I know it's like different timelines, so it's different, but it's, it's still it looks the like same. A, it looks like a different set in the... In the last two. one? Yeah. yeah. Really? It's but, really but it's the, it's same. the same thing, though, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then especially the door to the room with the X on it and everything, I think that's been the same. I think I even that's saw... That's the same, yeah. Yeah, even the new Apocalypse trailer, I think I saw that room and it was exactly the same, and the same door and everything. So Yeah, I saw that too, yeah. Pretty cool. So, so I just want to talk real quick, uh, all things Marvel movies. Uh, we were talking just now about the, 
the name of the school. Am I the only one that finds it weird that they can't say certain things depending on which universe you're in? Like in the Avengers, they can't say mutants. There are no mut mutants. They're all enhanced or something to that nature. I think metahumans. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. It's just because of the, the studio crap where they got split off in the right. Fox Yeah, it's, it's totally licensing things, but it's it just seems so silly to me. Like, people are going to confuse the movies? Like, I don't... <laughs> I, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't think it's that we're about confusion. It's just, we own the rights to the word mutant, therefore you can't use it. Yeah. And, uh, it's stupid, petty bullshit. I agree with that, but... Yeah, I guess it's... Doesn't confuse me. <laughs> greedy. No, no, I'm saying it's going to be confusing. But <laughs> yeah, I guess what you're saying is just people <laughs> want to make sure they can milk it, milk it all for its worth. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's all I got. So I just wanted for you. I had a quick like, just what is your guys' favorite X Men movie of all of them? So I think we said of the original three, everyone's kind of agreeing that X Men Two is the best. But is that better than uh, First Class or? Um, Days of Future Past. I, I, I think I do like the second one more than the latest two. Okay. And of the latest two, I like First Class better, even though I didn't really like how the first one ended. Okay. Oh, okay. The The problem I had was with the, the latest one, Days of Future Past, was it just too much lame shit going on at certain points in the movie for me. Hmm. I thought the like some of the mutants that are outside fighting against the sentinels, the super sentinels, were pretty lame. Yeah, that's that was probably the weakest part of the movie for me was that that whole so showdown. See, see, like the guy that was supposed to be kind of like the Human Torch flying around, that guy sucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think I was. Yeah, yeah, you had the guy that was like the Super Scout, and that guy sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, the girl making the portals was awesome. Like, I want to yeah. see more of her. Because she's, like, they, the only useful one out there. <laughs> and I think they just made her up for that movie. It's, like, it wasn't, like, one existing in the comics. Yeah. She's from the she's from the video game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> based, which is based on the movie, Portal. which is based on the comics, which is based on the, on the movie, which is based on the comics. The cake is a lie, Scott. Yes. That's not true. There actually is a cake at the end. Uh, Spoilers. Yeah, I suppose. Matt? Yes. Which one did you like are the best of, of all five so far? It's definitely between two and probably the first of the new ones, which would be uh, first class, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think still the second one is just has better action. I don't know, that whole first scene really gets me. That's like one of my favorite scenes in a movie, so it's, I'm kind of biased. Okay, now, I would agree. I mean, I think that scene, I think it's a cool villain. Like, Stryker is a cool villain. Mm-hmm. Um, having Magneto and Mystique kind of team up with the X-Men. More Wolverine than the first one. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So I would agree. I think X2 is the best X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. I would say by far. I don't even think it's close. Uh, oh, yeah. I think it's way better because there's there's parts of the first one where I just... I'm just like, oh, God, that was bad. <laughs> yeah, like Jeff said, Brian Cox is pretty rad. Yeah. Yes. And, and it really sucks they couldn't get him, t- mostly because everything's a flashback after that. 
Mm-hmm. So, like the the guy in the first Wolverine movie is okay, and then oh, the, yeah. and then the young him just looks like Stifler. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. It, it, so it, I couldn't uh, fucking take that guy seriously. Yes, I had to look it up because I thought it was Stifler. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like this shit eating smirk on his face the whole time. Yeah, and I'm like that's not that character. Yeah. Like in the in X two, Brian Cox is like super competent and has his shit together and. He's not sitting up the side like, like an idiot. I don't know. I don't know. It's disappointing. I was fighting wars, and you still back home sucking your mama's titties. Mama's titties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else? Nope. nope. All right. Time for Neom News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. It's probably going to be an extended version since we just had Comic Con. Um, Comic. <laughs> so, I. I want to bring this up, but Alex isn't here, but I have to get this off my chest. It has nothing to do with news, other than I was really bored at work today, and for some reason, I was listening to a Star Wars podcast, and Star Wars came to mind. How in the fuck does Obi-Wan Kenobi know that Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker? That is never explained, or is it? Obi-Wan leaves him to die. You were my brother, Anakin. He can sense it. I don't, he's never met him since. He hasn't met him since. Because remember when they meet each other in New Hope, he's like, we meet again. Last time you were the master. Now I am or whatever. They haven't met since. It's Maybe they crossed paths at one point? But Darth Vader has the line, last time we met, you were the... Uh, I was but the learner. Which, now which I still, am the which, master. Which, well, by, by but, Star Wars weasel words... Like the whole Obi Wan line he feeds Luke about how oh your father was killed by the, the it's possible that they met while you still like weak. It's like, possible. He's not full power as soon as he gets that suit on, you know. No, no, it's like, possible. Teaches him stuff. But I mean, I think, I mean, I've I've always thought, and I think most people always thought that line is from the last time they met is when he put him in that suit. Yeah, That's yeah. kind of what it's always been. I so, think he. Can- just, I think it just play on the fact that he can just sense that it's him. Okay, magic. Yeah, a wizard. No, maybe no, the force. The force. Maybe Yoda knew when he told him. But how would Yoda know? I mean, other than yeah, sensing it, but well, like Yoda knew he had a fucking sister. How would he yeah. know that? Because they gave him away at birth. That was that. You explained that in the prequels. One will go to Alderaan. One will go to Tatooine. So they knew that. So they knew that Anakin had kids, and that they were brother and sister. But they never knew that Darth Vader, the dude in the mask running around, was actually Anakin. I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay, so, okay. All right. Well, all right no, Yoda says he ceased to become uh, Skywalker consumed by Vader. He has been, yeah. and that was that's been his name like throughout the whole thing. So he's just like connecting the dots. Oh, that's Vader. That's still Anakin. Jeff, in that in that same line of reasoning, why didn't Obi Wan warn Luke not to bone his sister? Ooh, he's a dick. <laughs> 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 He's like, let's see what happens. <laughs> so, did you guys see the Star Wars panel? Like, Mark no. Hamill was making jokes about that. They all three of them were up there, and he's like, "Man, like Han Solo was like, sorry, buddy, she's mine." They were making these jokes about it. It was pretty hilarious. I don't remember the exact words, but they were all making jokes about how it was inappropriate and how Luke wanted the girl, and <laughs> it was pretty funny. So anyway, that bugs me. If you have an answer, let me know. These guys don't have a good, a good answer. Satisfying. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, then Yoda said, consumed by Darth Vader, he has been. 
When? When did he say this? He says that in like the third shitty sequel or the prequel. Because after he murders all the children, he's like, uh, ceased to be Anakin Skywalker. He is no more consumed by Darth Vader. He has become or whatever. But how would he know? I guess. Okay, he maybe. Says on the, yeah, maybe on the film that they're watching, he does dub him Darth Vader. Okay, yeah. maybe, maybe. All right, maybe I'll right because he says Rise Lord Vader, but that's you know he didn't have the mechanical shit, but he still had the same name. Okay, I'll I'll accept that. All right, ding ding, I win. <laughs> bullshit. I know. Also, do do you think? <laughs> I think at that point, Anakin was a little pissed that he didn't get like a like Darth Vader is a cool sounding name, but it doesn't really mean anything. I think he was pissed he didn't get like Maul or Sidious or. <laughs> <laughs> What have I done? <laughs> God damn it. All right, let's talk something, something good. So yeah, there was a Star Wars panel. There was uh, nothing really released there. I mean, they showed the behind-the-scenes trailer which or video, which is kind of cool. You got to see. That that was pretty awesome. Just yeah, I like that. Yeah, that was awesome. All practical shots. Mm-hmm. All practical. You got to see uh, Princess Leia. You got to see Peter Mayhew as Chewbacca. And he looks like Chewbacca, which is really cool. In the prequels, Chewbacca does not look like Chewbacca. No. And this it, thing, yeah, he looked like him. Yeah. Um, you got to see like Simon Pegg as an alien. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I had no idea he was actually <laughs> in the movie until I watched that. Yeah. <laughs> what if he's even going to be credited? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, there's always rumors like Daniel Daniel Craig is a stormtrooper. There's all these people that like, came to set, and I think they just put him in alien costumes <laughs> and stuff. And... Oh man, I, who wouldn't want to do that? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> It's like uh, the cool. I think the coolest moment of the uh, the making of the the prequel trilogy when Ewan McGregor does like a flip off a mat and he looks into the camera and he says, "They asked me if I wanted to be Obi Wan Kenobi. Fucking great!" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if any of the stormtroopers actually makes contact, you know it has to be Daniel Craig. Like Bob would be the only one <laughs> yeah. who actually hit somebody. So, yeah. so one one small thing from that. Speaking of stormtroopers, there's that one quick shot where they're all standing in a line, and they all were different heights. Yeah, mm. no longer clones. Yeah. Mm. Huh. Good. Yes. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> so there are no Boba Fett's. Cool stuff. They introduced the the villains actors this time, so you got to see like uh, Brienne of Tarth. Mm-hmm. I forgot her real name. Christine, what's her name? Uh, bar, bar, da, da, da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cr- yeah, Christy. Agatha Christie. What the hell is it? <laughs> <laughs> Agatha. G- Gwen- Gwendolyn something. Gwendolyn Christie? Okay, yeah, that's right. Maybe. Or so Christy see her, Adam Driver, or whatever the other guys are. So that was kind of cool. And then, of course, the Harrison Ford actually showed up, which was really cool. Is that Driver guy in makeup? Because that guy just looks like a goofball. Yeah, he looks weird. He looks like that all the time. Yeah, Trisha was watching some movie with him in it the other night. I'm like, oh, that guy's in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so, did, she you heard? Thank, did she thank you for dropping that knowledge on her? <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you dork. She's like, great, thanks. <laughs> so you guys heard, like, they gave... they. T- Everyone in the attendance got to go to see a fireworks show and um, music. And then, like, Kevin Smith went on later and, like, nobody was on. Nobody was in the audience because they all left. <laughs> yeah, I saw something about that. <laughs> Poor guy. Mm-hmm. It's funny. 
and his Yoga Hosers panel was canceled. Oh, was it? Yeah, because he was supposed to have a panel at Comic Con, but for some, whatever reason, it got canceled. Oh, I didn't hear about that. I just yeah. heard that yeah, his his stand up or whatever he does got like <laughs> the whole audience just left. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was the Star Wars one. I'm sure I'll let you guys. You guys are going to do the Batman one. I'm sure. Um, just lots of cool stuff. I guess I've mentioned before. I love the Flash and Arrow, so I got to see watch those panels. Those were pretty cool. And mm-hmm. the new one, which I still don't know what the name of it's called, but it's kind of like the Adam and. Um, oh, with all the the weird, obscure like villains uh, yeah. or something. I forget yeah. what that was called too. Dang it! It's like something about the future. Oh, I forgot what it's going to be called, but yeah, yeah, it's cool. And I just saw today who was someone's been added to the cast of the Flash, and it was kind of a big name. Uh, oh, damn! I saw that they added some wrestler guy, but that's about all I know. No. But before <coughs> before I forget, I also heard today that they're going to make a movie about the USS Indianapolis. You know, the one from Jaws, the shark, the, the one that delivered the bomb and sunk, and the sharks ate everybody. Oh yeah, and Nick Cage is going to be in it. <laughs> uh, um, um, more of a bomb protector. <laughs> Good speed, God speed. Who gives a shit? Yeah. So hopefully he plays the role of Quint. Young semen. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. I, uh, uh, I hope. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's tons of stuff from Comic-Con. I don't know if you, you guys will go. I'm done, Wolf. I, if you guys don't, I, just go. Matt, talk about Batman. <laughs> well, I'll leave the, the, the X-Men Apocalypse stuff for Scott, because I know he wants to touch base with that. But, yes, Comic-Con did release a bunch of trailers, some of which were officially released, and, you know, some of which is just from a s- stupid little phone. But, um, yeah, Batman vs. Superman was probably the biggest one for me. Pretty cool trailer. Uh, the only thing that really bugs me about it is Lex Luthor just seems like a snivelly little wimp, so, I don't know. Yeah. He seems <laughs> like the founder of Facebook. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. It seems like, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg as... Oh, my God. I, that's the one thing about that trailer. I just cannot buy him as a Lex Luthor. Eh, to me, it's a, it doesn't seem that bad. Like, oh, wait. It, it did seem like, yeah, in the trailer, they were playing up the whole kind of effete yeah. like, mm-hmm. thing that he had going on. So maybe that's just part of his character. Yeah. But the... You know, the newer trailer, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. They show some more of the, the battle scenes between Batman and Superman. They show more... Desert Storm Batman? Yeah. yeah well, but why is Batman wearing a coat? Okay, that actually is a similar costume. I think I said something about this online. But it's a similar costume that he wore in this story arc, Batman the Red Sun or something, where he's fighting the Russians and shit. But it, it looks very similar to that. But I, I just like how he has at least three different Batman costumes that he goes through. Yeah. He's it's got more like classic time. yeah, he's got like the suit for any occasion. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's how Batman is how he in rolls. the comics. He's got all kinds of suits. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Batman broke one of those dudes' necks. Yeah, so. It happens. <laughs> he's just <laughs> he broke he's his just going, rule. He's, he's just he's just sleepy. Yeah. He's just going to sleep. He's taking a nap. <laughs> when people fight me, they get really tired. Yeah. Oh, it was the Star. It was the Star Wars panel, and uh, it was 
before everyone else came out, and it was just J.J. Abrams and um, the girl, Kathleen Kennedy, and they took questions from the audience, and Chris Hardwick was moderating. Oh, I know what you're <laughs> And the guy's like, um, who are you? I don't know why I'm even asking. And the guy goes, I'm Batman. <laughs> and there's some cosplayer as Batman. Who, who are you really? I'm Batman. <laughs> and then he, he asked this question, like, J.J., what was it like? And he did the whole thing in the Batman voice. Oh, it was hilarious. And then Chris Hardwick's like, I don't know. I think this just fulfilled some weird fantasy dream of mine where I was at a Comic-Con panel, Star Wars, and Batman was asking questions about stormtroopers. This is my life. I don't know. It was, yeah. it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. But I want to say in that trailer, it was really cool. I think you said it was your favorite scene when Batman like grapples and flies out of the way real quick. Of the laser vision, yeah. yeah. Superman. Superman, yeah. Superman was flat out trying to murder Batman. That seems really weird. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a Zack Snyder movie, so <laughs> you know, he's got to be too realistic about everything. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, ba- ba- Superman was going for murder, death, kill right there. Yeah, he was. But... Maybe that was just some editing trick, and maybe that was somebody else. No, doubt it. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, oh, I, I was thinking about this the other day, reading some article. Uh, to jump back to the Marvel stuff real quick. Um, in Avengers, when they they had that fight in the forest between Iron Man and Thor, mm-hmm. and Captain America shows up and tells him to stop. Yeah, and he tells Thor to put the hammer down. Thor's like, "I'll put the hammer down." And he oh, tries yeah. to kill him. Like if <laughs> if he didn't have that fucking vibranium shield, he would have been grounded in dust. And that was yeah. in the movie, right there. <laughs> like he had no idea who Captain America was. Like, he didn't yeah. know that he was just a mostly a normal dude. Like, <laughs> well, that murdered him. That's that's Scott. That's why they started the Avengers Initiative. Do, 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 because of do, do, do. Thor. It's true. It is so, true. Uh, see, yeah, I'm saying. Anyways, mm-hmm. back yeah. to the Hall of Justice. Yes. I thought the trailer, well. yeah, the trailer was awesome. I said my favorite the very end when just Superman rips off the the Batmobile doors like they're nothing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then Batman just stands up and looks at him right in the eyes. Ah, oh, so good. That is yeah. boner inducing. I have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they showed uh, Wonder Woman for a split second. They did yeah, a couple a of bit. scenes. Yeah. I I hope I really hope she doesn't have those stupid ass uh, bracers that deflect bullets. Well, she uh, used them to make that shockwave. Yeah, they show that. If, if if she gets some superpower out of it, that's fine. But just the throwing them up to block, pew pew pew. Yeah, I, don't, I think it's that's just more it, 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 it's not a good look. I'm just I think saying. it's going to be a TV show thing. I don't think they're going to use that sh- shit. I mean, she's got the last one, the sword, which we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they showed her with a sword in her hand. I didn't see the lasso anywhere, but she, she actually had a shield too. Did she? Okay, I didn't yeah. have the shield. I saw the sword. But and just I was gonna say Bruce Wayne, Ben Affleck actually looks like a really good Bruce Wayne from those clips. Hey, Matt, I like the beginning how it like cuts when he's running toward the building. You could see like the laser vision that Zod is like shooting yeah. through the building and stuff. So it ties it in there. Yeah, we may have to take back, or I may have to pay, take back a couple things I said about Man of Steel if they address it. Oh. <laughs> And that yeah, there's going to be some consequences for Superman being a dumbass and destroying Metropolis. Well, I think by the trailer, it's it's that whole trial thing. With, um... I know. I mean, it looks like they're going that way. I'll just have to wait. I'm going to wait before I uh, give any points back to Man of Steel. And they show that's true. 
They show like kryptonite, but it was like red. I thought. No, they show there's a green form of it. Yeah. Green? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Someone was saying there almost almost looks like there's too much stuff in this. He's like Batman, I, uh, Superman, Wonder Woman, Kryptonite. Lex well, they, they, they got to set it all up for the Justice League movies. They got they got to get it all in there. I guess. Yeah. And there's there's cameos by other characters, and I don't know how they're going to do all that shit. Yeah, and you don't want to suffer from what people are complaining about with Avengers and stuff, where it's all set up but nothing really gets resolved, right? Like mm-hmm. that was a big complaint of the of the last Avengers, where everything, you know, you had that guy show up, the Gollum's character, the guy who plays Gollum shows up, but he doesn't really do anything. But it's, oh, that's because that's going to set up the Black Panther movie two, yeah, ten yeah. years from now. And it's like, what? <laughs> okay, that's cool, I guess. And yeah, I literally, know. that's toward the end of their <laughs> yeah. Marvel franchise. So, anyway, really cool. There was also what I'm, well, I know you're doing the DC stuff. So talk about the uh, Suicide Squad trailer because that was cool. Suicide too. Squad. Yeah, I w- I'm. I was more only. More looking forward to seeing that for Harley Quinn and Joker. I could care less about all the other characters. Like that's everybody. I think the same way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just and it's you know been leaked out that there's much more Batman in it than there originally was thought to be. So. I think from what I saw, it seemed like and this is just purely a guess that Batman wasn't there for the bulk of the movie. Like he. They show him how he like captures all these people in the beginning. Yeah, and then you don't hear from him again. Uh, I think I think he'll pop in and out of there. Yeah, and what they I did th- show too is like Lex Luthor is supposed to be in it too somehow. Like he's supposed to be in the jail or whatever. Hmm. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how they do that. But as far as some of the characters they got, like Killer Croc, he doesn't even have a tail. <laughs> he's not like big and menacing. He's just kind of like a regular looking dude that looks like a croc. I don't know. I I, I thought there was some wacky stuff going on that I liked. So hopefully, like this this movie doesn't take itself as seriously. Because if, especially if you're going to have the Joker and Harley Quinn as main characters. Yeah, it it looks pretty dark too. I mean, by what I've yeah. seen. Yeah, look good to me, and the uh, um... it's fun. I bet I'm with Scott though. I bet Batman's at the, the very beginning or the very end, and that's it. He's in it for just a yeah. little bit, and then the other guys take over. But yeah, the Joker—he actually looked pretty good. I have to admit, and his dialogue was kind of cool. We'll see. It's not yeah, yeah. Heath Ledger yet, but it's I think I think the, the smartest thing to do is just move as far away from that. Yeah, characterization. Be its own thing. Yeah. yeah, for better or for worse. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll you know explain that his metal teeth are a result of Batman kicking the shit out of him several times. <laughs> Also, not for nothing, uh, Margot Robbie. That's hot. Yeah, she's, she's super hot. She's a good deal. <laughs> like I said, that's one of my favorite, <laughs> one of my reasons why I'm this, checking that out. Oh, man, this, this Halloween. Yeah. How many girls are going to be this <laughs> Well, the movie doesn't come out until next year, so probably nobody this year. Oh, you'd be surprised. Yeah, you know. <laughs> All right, well, more will be next Halloween. Yeah, I would bet. <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that, you know, I'm looking forward to that. Just for the, the fact of the whole, I like Batman shit, so. <laughs> I like Batman. <laughs> yeah. I like Batman. I like Batman. <laughs> and then, you know, the other one I wanted to talk about was the Deadpool. Um, they also released footage of that, which I saw the stupid phone version of it. But from what I saw, it, it looks like it's really sticking to it. And it's a hard R, which the comics are all hard R. And they, there's actually... Uh, 
headshots and whatnot in the trailer, so. Is that a character's name? Headshot? <laughs> no. Headshot. I'm they're actual headshots. Yeah. It's headshot whatnot. <laughs> oh, God. It's Deadshot and Bullseye. Yeah. But, you know, this is. <laughs> going back to, you know, actual. Actually, how they look in, like, the comics, which I think Scott is going to touch on this with the X-Men movie, but I, I love the way the costume looks. It looks exactly like how it is in the comics, and, you know, you don't get that, oh, we're all going to wear black crap that they've done in so many of the superhero movies. I think that's just because Deadpool was an awesome costume to begin with. That's true. That's true. <laughs> He's not wearing yellow spandex. <laughs> yeah. Or so there's that. Tights. I'm really looking forward to that. Because that could be like something different. Like it's not going to be your typical <laughs> comic yeah. book movie. It's it'll, it'll be, be weird. tough. It'll be tough to keep that level of like it's just constantly breaking the fourth wall and yes. the hyper violence. It'll be tough to get that going for two hours. But if they pull it off, it'll be fun. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. And the only other thing I wanted to bring up was they're also doing. They showed a little bit of it. And there's a trailer online. Up, um, there's a series on Stars called Ash versus the Evil Dead. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah! I don't know if you guys saw that. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, that's starting up soon, isn't it? Yeah, and it's and it's actually I think it's in the early fall. And it's Bruce Campbell, right? It is Bruce Campbell. Yeah, and he's fighting the deadites. But like the supermarket that he works at is a different uh, chain. It's not S Mart anymore. It's something else. I forget what it was. <laughs> Kmart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but they need they need it's Walmart. They need sponsor money. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, my mine is all comic con related. You know. Yeah, that's my news. Hi, Scott. So as we've been alluding to with the costumes, uh, they had a bunch of shots released for the latest X Men movie, which is I think it's just going to be called X Men Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and they showed. Apocalypse in full form, as acted by Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really even look like him. Uh, no, it doesn't. It's like a big blue thing. I'm not sure how I feel about it. <laughs> I'm not but, sure either. But... but it's definitely going more of a comic book route, like comic-y, like straight from the comics. Because the 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 shot that I was looking at today had uh, Storm, younger Storm, with the mohawk. Like the comics? Yeah. Just straight out of the comics, but also with like her more traditional outfit. Mm-hmm. And then Olivia Munn as Psylocke in the full-on, like, bikini armor. It's the exact <laughs> same costume. Yeah. It's, it's almost it's, dead on. Yeah, and she's, uh, you know, shown off the skin, which is nice. Yeah. yeah not, I'm not complaining. <laughs> no. So it's an interesting choice to go that route after the the last two movies, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, where they played a little more straight. Um I wonder if they're they're going to explain why they have the zany costumes, or they're just going to be out there, and nobody's going to say anything about it. So one thing I heard is because it's supposed to take place in the eighties. Oh, so maybe that is that's when it's true. And that 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 could be cool. Just a more colorful, I don't know, movie palette. I'm so tired of like the blue and the orange that everything's tinted. Be nice to have like the colorful. Yeah, and and that's kind of what I was saying before, too. Like, I think because X-Men was the first one they had to make it serious, but now everyone is used to comic book movies that you probably can expect the audience to accept. Well, I mean, yeah. And 
green, whatever you wanted to do. Like I think and, now the audience would accept that more than they would back when 2000, when the X-Men first came out and we were just coming off of bat nipples and, yeah. <laughs> and now they got the, you know, the, the comic book looking Batman now too. So with the gray and the black Frank Miller looking Batman. And I think that's cool. that They're starting to do that. in all these, he doesn't have the tights. He has all the underwear on. I don't know. <laughs> Zack yeah. Snyder doesn't like underwear for some reason. It's still a step in the right direction, other than the the matrixy bat armor and all that crap. Yeah. Also, also, as an aside, I completely forgot that that uh, Jean Grey, young Jean Grey, is going to be played by Sophie Turner. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that, which is going to be kind of creepy if Wolverine shows up. <laughs> yeah, because she's all young now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, just I don't saying. Know how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, I'm sure we'll all go see it when it comes out, mm. uh, X-Men Apocalypse. That's not coming out for, is that even coming out next year? Uh, is that next summer? It might be next summer. I think it's 2016, yeah. Pro- probably yeah. they're showing all the stuff at this point, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah I think that's what it was. It's, uh, yeah, that's that's my news. All, all right. right. That ends this episode, but we've got to pick a topic for next week. It's up to me. And I think it's about time we talk about Pulp Fiction. Oh. That's my dick Dale. <laughs> yeah. And we did mention the news. He did Hateful Eight, which is pretty cool. That's, that's kind of on my mind. So mm-hmm. let's, oh, let's do a quit. Good. Let's do a quit movie next week. All right. Thanks for yeah. listening, everybody. Your father set up a couple <laughs> pieces of metal. Up his ass! And there it stayed. Who's <laughs> gonna be damned? Say bitch be cool! <laughs> Say what again? <laughs> Any of you fucking pricks move? I'll ask you every last motherfucking one of you.